Beloved, you are listening to Grace Life Comey Podcast, a platform commissioned by God to raise men into completeness in Christ Jesus. We believe that you will be blessed beyond measure as you give yourself wholly to this divinely inspired teaching. Through God's servant Pastor Chimdi Ohahuna. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord. Beloved, we will like to introduce to you one of our latest book releases. Titled, The Greatest Word from the Greatest Man. Authored by Chimdi Ohahuna. This book unveils the greatest word that ever mattered to the destiny of mankind. The truth of the redemptive work of Christ is presented in its simple and astoundingly profound format. The greatest word from the greatest man is especially good for new additions to the family of God. That is, babes in Christ. It offers deep, clear, and simple knowledge of God's love, the God-man Jesus and his purpose, the dead man owed God and its settlement. It is highly recommended for every believer in Christ. Order a copy today via Amazon. Welcome back. Hallelujah. Praise God. We give God praise for bringing us to the 16th day of uh, World Explosion 2023. And we thank God for uh, the journey so far. To begin with today's session, let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, we bless and appreciate you. Thank you for another time in your presence. Thank you for uh, the privilege to share fellowship together and to grow in the revelation of your word. Um, We ask today for insight, for understanding, for clarity. We ask Lord God Almighty that your word shall transform us today and we shall be hearers and doers of your word. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. And I will sing a song forever. Oh, Lord, your word is set through in heaven. It is set through Let's go over to the Word. Alright, today we are continuing our study and um, on John being the sent one. Mm. Uh, we've been looking at the meaning of the word sent, amen, to Jesus. Amen. And one of them is um, to be um, one who has been given an errand, amen, to Jesus. Amen. Now, so John the Baptist came to earth to do the errand given to him by God the Father. Um, very important, we need to know this. He came as an errand boy for God the Father. He came to do the errand given to him by God the Father. Now, the Merameksa Dictionary defines errand as a short journey that you take to do or get something. A short journey that you take to do or get something. Now, there's one um, 
word that comes in here strikingly is the word journey. You know, um, from childhood, I always used to know of Aaron, Aaron, but I never really took our time to look up the meaning of the word Aaron. Mm. And you know, um, I just thought Aaron was just when they tell you to do something, praise like God. They send you on a message. Send you, send you on a message, mm. yeah, you get what I'm saying. But you see, um, for you to be an Aaron, there must be a journey. Mm involved in that message praise god forevermore hallelujah yeah, so um it's not just i walk from um here to there it has to be a journey though the journey is short amen to jesus amen. now so for it to be an errand there must be a journey involved amen to jesus amen. um this definition places emphasis on what is used to do or get something which is what a journey Amen to Jesus. Amen. So in other words, this definition places emphasis on the journey. The journey is used to do something. The journey is used to what? To get something. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So without a journey, it is not an errand. Mm-hmm. It's only an errand when there is a journey. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Ha- hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Now, John the Baptist knew that he was on a journey here on earth. And this influenced his way of living and his lifestyle. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, uh, basically, when you know what's about you, it influences the way you do, you live your life. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Um, many people live their life anyhow because they don't know what surrounds their life. They don't know the intricacies surrounding their life. Mm-hmm. Now, when somebody knows the intricacies surrounding his life, he's not going to just live his life anyhow or, you know, in any way he feels like, you know, he's, he just wants to live. Now, John the Baptist knew that he was in the journey. So, it influenced everything about him. It reminds me, you know, a story that um, um, a lady once gave when she was on campus. You know, she was reading so much and she said, somebody asked her, oh, why are you reading this hard? so hard why are you reading so hard and then she replied the person you see um all of us are on this campus and um different things are pursuing us for some um rats are pursuing them for some um cats are pursuing them for some um um, goats are pursuing them some dogs see and for some lions say so we all know what's pursuing us and that determines how we attack our studies amen to jesus amen now so that statement comes in handy when you know what you are pursuing and what is pursuing you it will determine how you run mm-hmm. amen to jesus yes yeah um somebody who's been pursued by um a kid a child he's just gonna be <laughs> laughing now you get what i'm saying yes. but when a a, a boom mastiff comes a pursuing you your speed is going to be different. Mm-hmm. I get what I'm saying. Yeah, so John the Baptist knew that he was here on a journey and uh, this influenced his way of living and his lifestyle. Um, the angel told his parents that he will be a Nazarite. He should um, not take wine and never cut his hair. Let's look at Luke chapter 1, verse 15. We see that the angel, from the, the angel already told them who he was going to be and the kind of, you know, personality, the kind of um, destiny he was going to have. So it was not news to him. I get what I'm saying. Yes. And that fine-tuned his life from the beginning. All right, let's go. Um, Luke 1 and verse 15 says, For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be, he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, so from... The angel had already told Zacharias, his father, about him. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. And then Zacharias went to him and told the mother also about him. So 
when he was born, from the moment he started getting a place of when he started understanding things, they had already told him who he was, what the prophecy concerning him was all about, the kind of life he was meant to live, and his purpose here on earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. And that was already in place from an early childhood. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So that fine-tuned his life. He didn't have time for things that were not in line with his destiny. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, um, usually, um, for 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 some. Um, like John the Baptist, like something like Mary, the, the destiny of their child was told to them. And on a larger scale, many of us may say, but God did not tell me, pop and plain, the destiny of the child. But if you are, if you are um, a, ch- a child of God and a, a Christian who, who, works with, who works with the Holy Spirit, before a child is born, you begin to understand. You begin to understand things about the child. Yeah. And you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it may not come pop and plain, but you begin to understand the destiny of the child gradually, and you can be able to put the child, you know, on track. My mom always told me she had the baptism of the Holy Spirit when she was pregnant with me. You see, that that speaks volumes. And you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, um, somehow I just saw myself tilting the line of, you know, the gospel. At the age of six, I started designed to preach. And it was that serious that uh, I had a mentor then. And um, at the age of six already, and my other brothers would go take my father's jack- suit jacket and put it on me, and I begin to shout with a stick and preach. So it has been there. So by right, it happens to be no news that this is the line I told, teaching and preaching the word of God. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, because somehow from destiny, it has always been there. And so for every one of us, there must be, you know, Every born again child of God, you, when you have children, God has, you know, you you, you ask the Lord concerning this child. Yeah. Are you get what I'm saying? And the Lord begins to speak to you concerning the child. Concerning our children, the Lord too, the Lord spoke to us their names and um, basically their names basically speak of their destiny. Are we together? Yeah. All right. And so John the Baptist was so much in the know of his life. Mm. So there was no time to waste. Are you get what I'm saying? I always say something that, you know, um, how I wish. Um, I, I um, from a young age decided to just focus, focus, you know, <laughs> focus. And I mean, focus, you know, I, I, I studied accounting at my first degree, but uh, from childhood, I discovered that even if I, I will fail every subject, but I must do well in, I must get an A in Bible knowledge from primary school down to the secondary school to the university. So I wish I just focused and told the line of. Bible studies, uh, and theology, have, and, and, theology and the rest of it. Uh, I should have been far ahead of where I am today. I know so some, somehow, I think this is where even parents also come in to know where children are doing well and you allow them to that line so that they can succeed early. Because you succeed early when you told your line. Yeah. If you, if you don't tell your line, because now there's guardian counselors, they, they are in schools, but many of them are busy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But you can be the best guardian counselor for your children. If they told their line early, they succeed early. So John the Baptist had no time to waste because he knew, you know, his lifestyle and he knew the, the prophecy concerning him already. Now, the angel, but the angel never instructed that um, John the Baptist should, um, you know, live in the wilderness, wear animal skin, and eat locusts and wild honey, as we've seen in. Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 and 14. Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 and 14. He says, uh, verse 1 says, In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, 
and verse 4 says, And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair, and a leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locust and wild honey. You see, the angel never, we saw in Luke chapter 1, what the angel said about him. Mm. The angel never told his parents, okay, he's going to be living in the wilderness, he's going to be um, wearing um, leather, um, leather. Uh, leather garments, he's going to be eating locusts and wild honey. Mm. The angel never specified that. But this young man, from an early age, knew what he needed to do to avoid the distractions of the city. Mm. And so quickly, his um, uh, um, Bible scholars make us understand that he moved into the wilderness at his early youthful age. So let's look at this at his, at his adolescent age. He began living in the wilderness. A young chap who is meant to be enjoying the, youth, the adolescent life, the youthful life, catching the thrill of youthful life, and uh, enjoying the city life, he just chose to go to the into the wilderness mm. to get focus. The angel didn't tell him this. The angel didn't tell his parents this. The parents did not tell him this either, but destiny, understanding that he was on a journey, made him define a lot about his life. Now, what we need to know is that God gives us, you know, the end of our assignment. But the consecrations we need to set in place to achieve that assignment, more often than not, they have to be our personal decisions. Yeah. Are you get what I'm saying? Some people are waiting for who we tell them, don't wear this, don't wear that, don't eat this, don't eat that. Sorry, um, you're not going to have that if you are seeking to achieve your goal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to choose what you have to, what you need for you to achieve your goal. And John the Baptist was well aware of, of this. I'm on a journey, and as on a journey, um, for me to achieve these tasks, I have to choose my dress code. When I wear um, animal skin, leather skin, I don't need to change the, the raiment from time to time. I don't need to wash an iron. I don't need to... If, 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 even if the rain beats me, um, at the end of the day, the sun dries me, <laughs> dries, and I'm good to go. I, I also think you, 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 you have a strong point there that, um, you know, if assuming if uh, parents are, you know, uh, in the know of, even if it's a glimpse of what a child's destiny is all about, they, yeah. they should be able to put the child in the right track, you know, uh, there's the... The, the the common norm, okay, uh, my child, I want him to be a doctor, I want him to be this, I want him to do that. But if we are flexible to what God, you know, has given to us as as um, guardians, you know, yeah. as parents, we are not owners, we are just guardians of yeah. the seeds that God has given to us. Yeah. So as guardians, we are to put them on the right track and to help them yeah. fulfill God's purpose for them as early as they can as early as they can you know now i i when you look at the book of luke chapter one and verse, uh, verse um, 17 i believe it says um and it shall go it shall go before him in the spirit and power of elias to turn the hearts of fathers of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and make ready uh okay that's not where i'm looking for exactly 15 so 15 says, and it shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither uh, wine nor strong drink, and it shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother womb. Uh, so I, I, I want to believe that, you know, this presence of the Holy Spirit played a very key role in um, the early decision that John the Baptist was able to make. Exactly. Even though his parents were not, you know, were not given this full package of 
his need for uh, consecration, his need for seclusion, mm-hmm. his need for that to be able to, you know, um, arise to do his work as early as possible. Yeah. You can imagine um, John the Baptist maybe waking up at 30 to go and start his ministry. When does Jesus, when, when would Jesus have? <laughs> started his ministry exactly because his forerunning is very very important for yeah, Jesus to start his ministry. Very pivotal. So you can see how an, a child's delay can even affect a generation. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So this is is another call for parents to okay. Though we can be limited because of the many um, things running through our mind, the busy day and the rest yeah, of it, yeah. but invest these children in, 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 let them be invested in the word of God. Exactly. Okay, let them let them be full of the Holy Ghost, even exactly. as small as they are. Exactly. Because where you are being uh, incapacitated, the Holy Spirit will, will go the long you know longer way for you exactly you know so uh, uh, this this is very i think this is a very important point for us to 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 note here that exactly. the presence of the holy spirit in guiding our children to start off where they ought to start off from yeah. and at the right time exactly very 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 important very important you see um some of the time parents think that let the child grow before he gets to understand mm. no 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 that, that let the child grow before he gets to understand you have actually wasted his time like like the story of the guy that finished uh, studying is it medicine okay and gave his dad a certificate yeah, yeah, yeah. and said now nah, i'm going for my own you know what i really want to do and he went in for law or exactly. something like that yeah. it looks you know it's just more like you you wasted the boys eight, or, years? eight or, years or 16 years you know you can imagine he didn't want to do that means he didn't want to do sciences yeah so you can start from secondary school so the six years he spent in high school and then at the university and the after medical whatever whatever medical so school. you can imagine three years in, in high school um um, six years studying uh, medicine and one year me- um, med- medical school. All things being equal. Ten years minimum. Mm. Ten all years being equal. Ten, all t- exactly, all things being equal. Because if he experienced strike and the rest if of If he experiences uh, the... Exactly. Uh-huh, you see that, that that's going to be extended a little. Mm-hmm. And you see, that that much of his life wasted mm-hmm. because he just wanted to fulfill his father's dream. dream. And now he says, I want to go fulfill mm-hmm. my dream. And what we use was that certificate. It, it, it actually shows he's a very intelligent chap. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But you see, how can I? How can you? Plus, how can you as a father appreciate such a certificate? Mm. Because it's now your certificate that he didn't study for. And he and he's refusing to practice. He said he won't practice nothing. He won't. Is 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 unlike medical doctors want to practice. Yeah. They would by all means look for how to practice. But this guy says he's not going to practice. You see, so we just have to allow work with the Holy Spirit, allow the Holy Spirit indwell our children, yeah. and also um, as much as possible guide them to do what they are wired to do, mm. what their line is meant to do, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because you pick up their reports, you see what they are good at, are you getting what I'm saying? And then you can know what to... You can also look at their passions. Their passions also, you know? Look at their passions, look at their, 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 their academic performance, and you can find the balance between it so that you can help them achieve their God-given tax early enough. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Now, um, John chose this way of life because he very well understood that he was on earth on a journey. He knew very well he was on earth on a journey. This truth is buttressed with the life of Samson. You know, this, this is a very good analogy to strike, you know, Samson, the life, the, the life of Samson. Um, 
something like John the Baptist was a Nazarite. Mm. Amen. Amen. With a tax given to him by God for Israel. Let's look at Judges chapter 13, verse 4 to 5. Uh, Judges 13, verse 4 says, um, Now therefore beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. And verse 5 says, For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Is it unlike John the Baptist, Samson did not live and lead his life, you know, the way John the Baptist did. Yeah. Samson was carried away with a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of things. A lot of things. The city life. He was just so attracted to the city life in, in the Philistine. So it also it also brings us to the understanding that you see God is God is a perfect planner, right? Yeah. I mean Samson was sent to deliver the Israelites from the Philistines. Yeah. But God could not afford a mistake from the foreigner that was supposed to, <laughs> you know, be the platform for the savior of the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. No mistake at all. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, John's John's life has to be precise. Prim, prim, prim precise. On see, point. And, and that is why God gave him the Holy Spirit from the womb. From the womb, yeah. The Holy Spirit. You know, in, in the Old Testament, only two people had the Holy Spirit mm. in them. David and John the Baptist. And even David was not from the womb. Not from the and womb. that is why he had some many, many times yeah, did like this, did like many, that. Many, many, many up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But John the Baptist was from the womb, you see. And this just helps us understand how important the Holy Spirit is. Yes, and I mean, I mean, I mean. Oh. He's, he's just going to give you focus and direction. Mm. Precision. Mm. Precision. Precision. Mm. He's going to give you precision. You see, something, uh, uh, something, the Holy Spirit only came when he needed to fight. The, came, the Holy Spirit comes on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he fights. And when he's not fighting, the Holy Spirit leaves him and he's just like an everyday person. So he only needed the Holy Spirit the way the prophets of old used the Holy Spirit. Where, when one of the prophets like they use him and they go, yeah, you get it. But John the Baptist, he was the Holy Spirit was there. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Something, the, the absence of the Holy Spirit is what makes a man lose God. Yeah, he lost God a lot of time. First, like the Philistine woman, yes, a lot. That was the will of God. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But that was the will of God. But after that one, that was the only way God could trigger him to do what he needed to do. Mm. But after that one, the will of God was not Delilah. Yeah. What now brought about Delilah? He lost God. Mm. Okay, as a as a Judaist, as a Judaist, we are not supposed to eat anything dead or eat something that comes from a dead animal. Something was not just a Judaist, it was a Nazarene. Yes. Double F double emphasis. Yet he broke the rules. He, he, over, he broke the rules. <laughs> His own case had a double emphasis. He broke the rules. Took honey that came out from uh or from the lion he killed. And the, the, he, he used to stand at the elevated point where, where the, border, uh, the border between them, you know, the, 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 uh, where the Jews were and the Philistines were. And then when he stands there, he looks down into the Philistine camp and he, and he can see everything that is happening there. All the feasting, all the immorality, all the rubbish. He just, it's just like the internet where you can stand and just view the world. And so he was just feeling his eyes and calling his his, uh, his his lost was building his lost yeah, building his lost mm, was feeding it feeding it building it feeding it building it and before you know it he must go in he went in he went in 
Right. And so all this happened because he, the Holy Spirit was not indwelling him. He was not filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came on him, used him, and lifted. Are you get what I'm saying? That's the reason why, you see, for us who are journeying on this earth, see, once you understand the journey mentality, you need the Holy Spirit in every man's business. Mm. Even for our children, we must start ministering the Holy Spirit to them from an early age. You think that they are too small to start receiving the Holy Spirit. No, they are not too small. Mm. Let them start receiving, let them start receiving scripture, God's word. And, you know, every of that, the, the, earlier, the earlier you do, the better for yourself. Because it's, it's only the Holy Spirit that can keep them when you are not there with them. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to Jesus. So, Samson, um, he lived his life in a way different from the way John the Baptist would lived his life. This clearly makes us understand that John had an assignment and sojourner mentality. Mm. Now, Samson had an assignment mentality, but he didn't have his sojourner mentality. You see? It's not enough to just have an assignment mentality. For you to be able to achieve it in God's time and in God's way, you need also what? A sojourner mentality. You see the way Samson ended his, ended his assignment. Oh Lord, just give me my last strength so that I can destroy these Philistines once and for all. God gave him. God answered him because, well, okay, that's your last assignment. You are not actually doing it the way I wanted it to be done. Again, again I'm saying, but yeah. like they will say, um, um, it's better some than none. So you are trying to get some. So let's give you some. And God gave him, and he killed the largest amount of people he could kill that day. Amen to Jesus. Amen. But you see, that was not only the will of God for him. And his eyes be plucked off, will be made um, a mockery, and then it will be made to grind for women. And grinding takes you in cycles. So he began to live a life of cycles. And it was a, it made a ridicule. That's not the plan of God for his life. The plan of God for his life was to, for him to judge Israel for as long as possible, kill as many and many Phoenicians. The truth is that the Philistines he killed in that day, that day he died. Eh? Mm. If he had fulfilled the will of God for his life, he would have killed more than that. Mm. I get what I'm saying. But you see, when you 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 just have an assignment mentality without a sojourner mentality, you think you have all the time. Yeah. You know, some people thought he had all the time. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So. It was an assignment mentality without a sojourner mentality. But you see, John the Baptist had an assignment and a what? And a sojourner what? Mentality. And that, that, that's, that's very, very important. Um, th- and this mentality influenced John's decision and lifestyle, unlike Samson. Mm. You get what I'm saying? The influence decision and lifestyle. Travelers go light because they know they are in transit. And it will cost them too much to go heavy mm. we, some of us have traveled and some of us are still traveling we know when you're in transit you don't have the luxury of carrying much ca- carrying much you just have to carry what you can use and some people are some people even go as far as you know um wherever they are going to you may have to go buy some clothes there. yeah because you don't have the luxury of taking all the clothes you need, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So, it costs you more to take on the clothes. But when you're flying, you have um, a required kilogram for your luggage. Mm-hmm. If you exceed that, you pay. You pay extra you luggage. You pay extra luggage. And that money for extra luggage, you should have used it to do some important things. Amen to Jesus. And there's, there's a limit to the extra luggage that they will actually to cargo the rest. Exactly. <laughs> cargo the rest. Yeah. So, um... They go, people that travel, they go along with the basic necessity they need. Just the basic necessity that they need. They don't go with anything that is not a necessity. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Because when you go with 
unnecessary things, it will cost you to be unnecessary. And you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, many, many, many people are, um, they, 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 they are living lives that is so expensive because they don't know what is basic necessities. Mm. Yeah. Life is not meant to be burdensome when you understand the basics. But it becomes a burden when you don't understand the basics of life. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Now, uh, we, 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 this is seen in the life of John the Baptist. We see that he he had a sojourner and a, um, a, a an assignment mentality. As a sojourner, he knew he was in a journey. He knew that he was going. He had to travel light. And so you see that in the, in the animal skin he wore, the locust and why don't he eat? You know, and in the wilderness he did it. Animal skin, I don't need to iron the animal skin. I don't need to change it. Mm. I'm fine with just one. It gets wet. It gets dry. I'm good to go. Um, the the locust. I just get into the into the wilderness and I catch some of them and I roast them. I don't need special preparations. Now, some people don't know the, the the sacrifice that John the Baptist had to go through in his feeding. Now, try to eat only one meal every day for one month. Too much. You would get. You would get. That's fed a up. long time. You get fed up. One month is a long time. You get fed up. But this was what John the Baptist ate every day for years. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You get it? He, he, he ate this for years. Are you getting me? Yeah. The white one, he just goes and he knows how to just get the honey out and he's good to go. No processed drink, no no um, um, wine that has to be processed, no time to waste. It's just everything was fast, everything was light. Everything was without stress. Natural. Natural. <laughs> Natural. And then in the wilderness, he doesn't need uh, a push house. He just gets his tent and his wood and every other he can make up and he's good to go. Mm. So he just lived light. He lived very, very, very light. He lived very, very light. You know, um, the new creature is also a traveler. That's to say we are pilgrims on earth to do the task of reconciling men to God for Jesus coming together. Yes. Now, so, in view of this, we must go light. We must go light. We have to go light. You see, when you look at Christians, some of the times you look at us and wonder as to we are going to live here forever. Mm. You know, um, the Bible says, who can withhold the spirit in the day of death? Mm. Nobody. I'm not against us having things. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. The things we need for comfort. I'm not against us playing inheritance for our children. But see, when those things start becoming heavy for us, mm. we need to know how to let them aside. You know, you know, let them aside. And this is the man of God. I'm saying, he has begun. He has begun to see life, life in a very different point of view, from a very different point of view. They said sometimes he just tells them, tells people, sell it, sell it, sell it. And they don't know why he's selling and selling and selling. Because as you go on in life, you see, when they have actually seen it all, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. You know that there's nothing left. Are you getting me? Mm-hmm. You know that there's nothing left. You know that there's nothing left. Even for you as an individual. Like I always tell people, I say, some, you see a lot of you see Christians, the way they live their life, they cheat, they hurt people, they do all manner of things. They, you see them just live life in a very... And at the end of the day, when you finish training these children, that you are cheating and hurting and doing all manner of things. But when you finish training them in the university, what is even the guarantee that they will get a job? What is the guarantee that they will not become successful in life? Because you hurt somebody who was trying to train his child so you can train your child. 
What is the guarantee that your child will become successful? Exactly. I, I get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then after this, after all said and done, what is the use of it all? Mm. Now, so some of these questions, you see, the reason why we have a lot of challenge in the world today is because we don't ask ourselves these sincere questions. When you amass all the wealth, at the end of the day, you leave it here. Mm-hmm. I was talking with somebody and she was like, my father had a big house, big, very big house, very big house. So my mother is dead and the house is there. So my father is dead and the house is there. You see, and she was like, money is not anything. And she was like, she, she told me, so when her husband died, she said, when her husband died, she was still, I think, uh, pregnant with her, with her first daughter. She said, but today her first daughter is in university. Like wow, so she 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 she, she carrying carrying the baby. So that baby was that baby girl is in the bed. like there's nothing in this life. And I was like, oh, that's that's serious. Some of the times we don't just get to understand this travel light. Mm. So we carry unnecessary things, unnecessary luggage. We carry them. You know, it's amazing how you see one person has. 300 houses. How many will you live in at a time? Mm. And you know, they are all in your name for that matter. Ha! Ah. You see people, they start money, start money, start money, and the money will get rotten. You won't give it to people who need it. You won't help society with it. You, you and, and when I'm talking, I'm not talking about just, I'm talking about Christians are also falling prey for this, yeah. this kind of life. We are just living as if we are not travelers. Mm. We are living as if we are not certain, as if we are going to live all, uh, we are going to live for eternity here. Amara, even the eternal life that we will have here, eternal, the eternal life that we will have here is not in this earth, it's in the new heaven and new earth. Mm. So this will be the So by all means, the, the target should not be how to live it all here. Yeah. A, a, amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise God, River Mouth. So, so as, 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 as um, um, pilgrims, we must go light by laying aside every weight, every weight. Hebrews 12 verse 1. Every weight, lay it aside, lay it aside. Hebrews 12 verse 1 says, um, sorry. Hebrews 12 verse 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight, and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set for us. All right. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily besets us. Now, weight, you see, most of the time when we talk about weight, Christians don't get to understand this matter of weight. Weights are not sin, but they will slow you down. They will detract you. They will impede your speed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And some Christians have been so much good at carrying weights that their speed for the Lord has reduced so seriously. Mm. And travelers, sojourners, don't carry weights. They carry necessities. So lay them aside. But I need them. You don't need them, sir. Mm. You don't need them. You don't need them. Some of these weights are junks. You see, we see in the Western world, after if I see that some, they, do, they, they do a fair in their house, in their homes, and what's the purpose of the fair? Those things that have been in the basement <laughs> for years mm. that nobody is using, somebody else needs it. Yeah. So they go and they sell them off. And you see that people come to buy these items. But Christians, we know we don't know how to do fair. We keep things in the basement of our lives. If you look at the basement of our life, the basement of our life is, is a junkyard mm. with 
it is full and the, the door you know when a room is full and you have to press the door forcefully push the door to close and he's trying to bulge out the door that's what is happening to some of us i get what i'm saying how would we run with speed carrying things that are not necessary you know and it, sometimes we don't even know that there are some things we have to dispose of for better things to come yeah so we keep we hold on to the old things and make them antiques and at the end of the day they are antiques that have no value and so we still slow ourselves down praise god forevermore hallelujah hallelujah to jesus Amen. and so we have to lay aside every weight and then we have to live life content with basic necessities first timothy 6 verse 6 and 8 First Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 and 8 says, uh, verse 6 says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. And verse 8 says, And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. Simple. Godliness with contentment is great. You see, Christian like godliness, but we don't like contentment. Mm. We like godliness. Bible says, I'm giving us what appertains to life and godliness. We like that part. Mm. We have been giving us what pertains to life and godliness. But that contentment, we don't, we don't like it. And so it has been a serious issue for us because we, godliness alone gives you gain. But it's only when contentment is adding to, added to godliness that you get great gain. Mm. Because godliness with contentment, that is what? Great okay. gain. So most of the times in our journey as Christians, we are just satisfied with gain. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't want great gain. But I tell you, our desire should be to have the great gain. Mm. And that can only come when godliness is added to our words. Contentment is added to our words. Our godliness. And it helps us travel light. Travel light. Travel very, very light. You know? Travel very, very light. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, in addition, the journey of the um, of the errand is a short one. The journey of the errand is a what? Short one. John the Baptist lived with this understanding that his journey on earth was short. Although he might have not known the duration, but he knew it was short. Why? Because he knew he was a forerunner. And at the moment the person is forerunning comes, his assignment is over. Mm-hmm. And the voice of the one crying, prepare the will of the Lord, make it his part. Are you the, are, who are you? I am not the Christ. He knew very well. There's he that's coming after me. I baptize you with water, but he that is coming after me, after me will baptize me with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The laces of his shoe, I'm not worthy to untie. He knew very well that there was the main person coming. So when Jesus, when they came and told him that he come, Jesus is baptizing people on the other side of Jordan. He said that he may increase and I may decrease. Mm-hmm. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And actually, studies actually show that Jesus will not actually baptize anybody. Mm-hmm. But you see, people always, <laughs> they always want to spoil relationships. They always want to spoil relationships. Jesus is baptizing. Where did they see Jesus baptize anybody? Jesus never baptized anybody. Never had any time to baptize anybody. But people always want to spoil relationship. And John, John knew the people he was dealing with. This kind of lifestyle is not new. You see, they are old. He knew he was dealing with. So for him to silence them, he's baptized. Okay, he's to increase and to decrease. So that means he's even meant to baptize more than me. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to baptize you with Holy Ghost and with fire. So he told them Holy Ghost and fire, and then they came to bring news of water baptism when it's not water baptism he came to do you know so he knew that the presence of his the, his assignment was short the presence of the one who was to who was to uh bear witness of once that person comes his assignment was so that's the reason why when he was in the in 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 in, in the prison he didn't um actually you know 
um, he sent a message to to Jesus and was like, to do it, are you the Messiah or are we expecting another? You know, another was, can you get me out of here? Are you getting me? Yeah. And Jesus sent him a reply in a coded language. Um, go and show him the blind see, the dead hear, the, 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 the dead receive their life. Blessed is he who is not offending the Lord. He understood the coded message. My brother, your time is up. And he didn't reply to Jesus after that again. Mm. He relaxed. Whether it be by beheading, whether it be by um, beating, whether to be by hanging, he didn't know, but he knew that this prison, man, I'm not coming out of here. And the assignment I finished, and my life is about to go. So he knew these things in details. And it influenced the way he, he, he lived his life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. This influence, and it influenced his passion for his mission and his way of life. You see, when you understand that your journey is short, it will make you have serious passion for the mission you have been given. Mm. But if you have all the time, you delay and you say, don't worry, there's time. You say, I remember when I went, Lord told me to power the work of the ministry. You know, I, I was I was 26 then, and everybody at my age then was trying to, you know, get things done for themselves. And I met a young man who told me, ah, so what are you doing? I said, I'm into ministry. I said, see that thing, I will do it too. I said, say yes. I said, so when are you going to do it? He said, not now. Maybe when I'm 40. Man, I'm 40 now. And I'm saying, if I didn't start when I started then, imagine me starting now to get the experiences I have. Mm. My God, life would have been... I know what it's like for me now. Because whether you like it or not, you will get your experiences. Yeah. You go through your journey. And you have to fulfill your journey. Yeah. And then you want to start that journey of um, 20 years. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 20 years. In a, at the age of 40, mm-hmm. the journey of 14 years at the age of 40, you'll be 54. Your waist, will, your, everything will break because you'll not be ready. To, your heart will break. <laughs> your heart will break. Many times. Many times. And you see, you need to learn how to manage heartbreak early yeah. from a young age mm-hmm. so that as you grow older, it becomes a normal thing for mm-hmm. you. But if you start learning heartbreak at 40, hey! I can't say much. <laughs> and that's what that young man was getting ready for. At 40, he went to start managing, <laughs> learning how to manage heartbreak. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Yeah, so he might not have known the duration, but he knew it was short and it influenced his life and his passion. John gave his mission all he had. And when death called him, he never felt like, you know, he had some unfinished tasks to do. He never felt like, oh, eh, Jesus. I beg, tell Jesus, please tell Jesus so. I still have something I have not said about him. Um, I have not finished testifying about it, so please tell him that um, he should come and release me. So come no, 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 nothing like that. You see, he was good to go. Why? What is left? I have testified. I have baptized. I'm done. I'm good to go. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. He never has any unfinished tasks to do, you know? Um, as um, Dr. Miles Moreau of the Blessed Memory said, die empty. John the Baptist died empty because he had fulfilled his purpose on earth. He had fulfilled his purpose on He died empty. Amen. Amen. Although his life was cut short, but his purpose was fulfilled. So much so that it continues to impact men long after his death. Long after his death. His life was cut short, but his life is still impacting men long after his death. Mm. You see, um, we need to understand this thing. Because it will determine how we attack, how we attack. I remember I was talking to somebody else and he said, told him during our fasting month, you know, um, what the explosion, 
I preach Monday to Friday throughout the month. He was shocked. He's a pastor, and I was like, Monday to Friday? And in fact, there was actually a period where um, um, throughout the fasting month, I preached Monday to Friday mm-hmm. throughout the month. There was a period I was running that. And there was a period where we, when we have a program, the program lasts for a full month. I'm teaching. You know, by the grace of God, we have over 600 teachings on, online. These things were, these 600 teachings were just achieved in the space of 2020 to date. Three years. Three years. So basically, let's say an average of 200 teachings a year. I remember when I looked at an analysis done by one of the podcasts and they said we, we, in, that, in, in, that, in that year, we did 200 teachings in a year, 200 teachings in a year. In the space of three years, there's, and people do not believe how we keep releasing. Because, you see, no matter how long we live, we still don't have all the time. Yeah. And there's still so much. Every time I teach, I discover that there's something new. So I wonder, I really have so much to exhaust. And I wish I can exhaust every. That's what is driving us. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now, so as new creatures, no matter how long we live on this earth, life is still short. Mm. Thus, our journey is short. Mm. We must live with this consciousness. 120 years, it is still short. 100 is still short. No matter how long we live, life is still short. We must live with the consciousness that life is short. So, our journey is what? Short. In view of this, we must give our lives and our all to redeem the times because what matters most is that we die empty, reconciling men to Christ. Ephesians 5 verse 16. Ephesians 5 verse 16 says, Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. 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 Uh, we bless God for bringing us this far. Um, if you use other translations to look at uh, redeeming the time, it will help you understand it better. Uh, some versions makes us understand that we should not waste time. We should be, we should, we should take the little time we have as, you know, very serious. Be careful what you use your time to do. Those are the, those are the different uh, ways uh, redeeming the time. You know, um, it's rendered and. Uh, Draws, drives home the, the, the understanding to us more. Praise God. Hallelujah. I will come to the end of this session. Please remember to continue to send in your questions to us through Chimduahuna um, Ministry at uh, gmail.com. We want to hear from you and uh, we are open to feed you back on your questions. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, let's have a word of prayer as we close this. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, thank you for another time of fellowship. Thank you for how you have taught us again. We receive and maximize grace to be doers of your word, not just hearers alone. Thank you, Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now is your moment of salvation. If you are yet to make the Lord Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, we request that you say this prayer along with many others now. Say this words, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, I repent of my sins, and ask that you forgive my sins. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross, died for my sins, and rose again in the third day. Today, I invite you into my life today. Wash me by your blood, make me your own, until eternity be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you Lord Jesus, in Jesus' precious name.
For your love gift of any amount to Grace Life Kami Podcast, kindly use any of our giving channels available to give in dollars. You can send to Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. Account number 033-154-551-2013. Swift code M B G H G H A C to give in CDs. Universal Merchant Bank Ghana. You can send to account number 033-254-551-2017. To give in Naira, you can send to Ecobank Nigeria. Account number 554-102-0592. Also, for further enquiries, you can call us on plus 233-54594-7132. OR. Send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. Today, remain ever blessed. We believe you were blessed listening to this teaching from God's Word. May your soul remain ever refreshed and revived. We would love to hear your praise report today. Beloved, remain connected to Grace Life Comey Podcast. Jesus is Lord.